Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to What is Going Om, for new thought from the edge of Om. Each week on Om Time's flagship radio show, veteran broadcaster, author, and media consultant, Sandy Sedgbeer, conducts thought-provoking interviews with inspirational authors, artists, musicians, scientists, speakers, and filmmakers who are working at the point where spirituality and science meet consciousness at the very edge of Om. Here is your host, Sandy Sedgbeer. Hello, I'm Sandy Sedgbeer and welcome to the first edition of What is Going On's monthly Energy and Integration series, in which internationally respected authors, speakers and spiritual facilitators Jim Self, Lee Harris and Susie Miller join me to share their insights, guidance and up-to-the-minute interpretations of what's going on energetically and also offer practical tools and wise advice to help you stabilize and integrate the new energies so you can make the most of the transformational opportunities they're bringing. First up today is founder of Mastering Alchemy, Jim Self, whose course in Mastering Alchemy, with its practical energy tools and consciousness altering lessons, has attracted many thousands of students across the globe. Jim Self, welcome. Hi, Sandy. Nice to be here with you as always. Just like old times, Jim. <laughs> It is. How delightful it is that. Now, you and I have had many conversations over the past eight years about the shift, the changes it's bringing, and how it's affecting us. And now here we are with that milestone 2012, six years behind us. And while there have been a lot of shifts, I wonder how many would think they're in a better place. Yeah, that's a great question, because the, the, what was perceived by many was that this was kind of the shift, and everybody was going to step into some spectacular vibrational field, and the world was going to be happy, et cetera, et cetera. And that really hasn't happened. So what has happened was when that shift, and it did occur, basically I make an analogy of rebooting your computer. You know, you put in a new operating system, which is what 2012 was. And then a lot of times the system says, wait a minute, and then says, now would you reboot? And to a great extent, kind of 13, 14 was the rebooting process, and 15, 16, 17 was really kind of like a dawning of a day. You know, you, you, it just starts getting lighter and lighter, but now it's beginning to be very much in a transitional form. And for many people, it's wonderful. And for many people, it is rather challenging. Do you think we've made, mu made much progress in terms of awakening consciousness since 2012? I do. I, I really do. But what happens is the noise is rather loud. And the reality is we have a third dimensional body. And part of that third dimensional body, there is a kind of tapestry within it that is based on fear, separation, and duality. And what you're watching right now is the the undoing, the transitioning out of that separation, duality, fear, into something that is going to be actually quite remarkable in my opinion. But it is when you start to see the world around you being uh, disrupted in the manner it is, many people revert back to something's wrong. And so that's one of the places where I see an awful lot of spiritual folks being sidetracked by the noise and the distraction. Well, to, you know, to be fair to them, when there's, you know, how many million, 60 million people who've been displaced, you know, you can't help thinking something is wrong. Correct, correct. So one of the things, and you and I have talked about this many times, and I say it consistently as the Foundation of Mastering Alchemy, you can't take your baggage with you on this journey. 
And as this transition unfolds, as all of the things that have to come to the surface to be released are coming to the surface, that's not only external when you start to watch the world and Syria and the, and the migrations of people and the displacements of people and the political shifts and the financial changes. Those are all really disturbing to the status quo. But also individually, all your stuff is coming up. You, you can't take this with you. And so the nature of people is – in some ways is observing what's coming up and then grabbing hold of it and wishing it wasn't coming up. At the same time, there is a lot that's coming up and is leaving within people's individual space that is not even noticed. But if you say to many people, when you sit them down, how is your life? And they say, well, here, let me tell you about the problems. You say, okay, I hear that. But how is your life right now? How are you doing? They will tell you more often than not that I'm, I'm in particular, all the students in Mastering Healthy, I'm calm, I'm quieter, I'm more focused, I'm in present time, I can start to observe the world without being drawn into it as much. And I'm watching that happen in lots of folks that are, we call them, you'd call them light worker folks around the world. It, it is really exciting, but it is a little challenging at the moment. But there's also an awful lot of people who seem to be a bit punch drunk you know like they're in a trance there's so much happening so fast that, that they just they've kind of gone into numbness yes i think that's a really good way to say it too and you know it, it, this is an interesting thing because i've been watching this really since the 90s and the early 2000s if you watch the media you would have a situation where this week the crisis was AIDS, the next week the crisis was Somalia, the next week is Iraq or Iran, and it just week after week after week, the, the individual doesn't have time to, to adjust to it or perceive it. Now that's amplified up to even a greater extent, and here in the United States, you know, with the presidency the way it is, whether you like Donald Trump or whether you don't like Donald Trump, one of the things that I'm watching a lot of is is the argument about pro or con or right or wrong or what's being done and democracies falling apart or it's all the attention on the noise of the events that I watch a lot of the disruption, but not necessarily um, the event itself in many ways is, if you look close, is kind of going in a direction that is not where all the noise is. And that may be something that is going to be very distracting to a lot of people in the near future. So we've just had this supermoon eclipse. Um, the second, you know, blue moon this month, and in February we don't actually have a full moon um, at all. What are you seeing ahead coming up, you know, next month? Well, I think, I mean, the energy right now is is lightened up as I kind of watch the energy moving from January into February, and I think people are going to find a little bit of a breather in terms of just stepping back and reassessing. What I'm really kind of excited about, and I'm not an astrology person like you are, but when I look at a lot of these astrologies, they're very aligned with my conversations with the Archangelics or, or the Ascended Masters and others, that this level of the cosmic waves of light coming in, the changes that are being stepped down from the sun, the loosening up the magnetic field of the earth, which is really what holds the third dimension in place, all of that is taking place in a way that is allowing for a level of ease. In a lot of the work I do, I've been talking about these three waves of light for the last about 18 months that have really, two of them are very um, disruptive, uh, not not destroying, but very disruptive. They are They are loosening up all of the stuck places. And the third wave has been very much moving along and easing the stuckness out of people's space when there is an allowing rather than an argument. But since the equinox in the fall, 
these new frequencies of light are coming in, and they're very Christ-conscious waves of light. They're, they're soft, they're golden, they've got various hues of different colors immersed in the gold. And they are, it's almost as if you're very cold and there's a, a warm breeze that comes into your reality. So I'm extremely optimistic about where this is going in terms of the individual being uplifted and beginning to see some choices that they can begin to choose as they step out of some of the distractions. You talked earlier about um, fear, separation, and duality being so ingrained in the physical body. Um, and you said that this is beginning to sort of break up a little bit, but is there anything that you can suggest um, our listeners can do to help themselves move out of that fear and separation? Well, this is the, the, the single most important thing that I, I talk to people about is beginning to really recognize present time. Meaning right now, literally right now. So where we're having this conversation, here we are having the conversation. We're not thinking about yesterday or dinner tonight. We're here. And this space is where decisions are made, choices are made, observations are viewed. And what I watch is people talk about being in the now, but then it's as if it loosens up. It's like, oh, well, yeah, everything's going okay. That's a lot looser than I'm observing a choice, a little bit tighter energy, present time. Time is a very big part of this whole experience, and people are going to understand in the near future more and more. Time and space move through you. You do not move through time and space. And time and space are one thing, not two things. So when you start to understand the structure of the experience you're having and you get into present time, the ability to choose quietly, more comfortably, and a different direction than you might have done in reaction is really the single most important thing that I see. We teach lots of tools in mastering alchemy in terms of managing your energy and observing the world without getting it all over you but recognizing here I am right now how would I like to experience myself is a challenge because we have so much motion past future hurry up move forward what am I going to do next but in the space of moving quietly and then observing now the opportunity to begin to recognize that a lot of the noise has absolutely nothing to do with you at all. It's a hard concept to grasp that time and space are moving through us. Um, yes. Can you say a little bit more about that? Well, it is a hard concept because I here's my beliefs, here's my thoughts, here's what I know. The science says, the religions say, my life tells me. And in fact, if the next question was, well, how's that working for you so far? Generally, you know, it's what it is. But when you start to recognize that you as a spiritual entity have numbers of choices, and I'm not going to call it realities, but numbers of aspects of this reality that generally go unnoticed and unchosen with a little bit of information and the ability to kind of put some of the pieces together and sit quietly, it's as if you watch, the, you watch tomorrow or you watch 10 seconds from now, uh, 9 seconds, or 8 seconds, 7 seconds. It's moving to you. You're, you didn't leave the chair. And if you can begin to just play in that little simple piece of the concept, you start to realize that you begin to observe a lot of choices available to you that go unchosen because of my habits. Oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. And so we're on a pathway that really is like following the lemons. And, and when a person stops and takes a breath and just kind of steps to the side of the movement and begins to have a little bit of different information how things are possible and how they work in terms of choosing a different set of alternatives. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, 
Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It begins to be relatively simple without the complications. But some of these concepts like time, space moving through you will begin to be understood it's already beginning to be understood scientifically, although that never gets into the media or the publications. But individually, to people who meditate, to people who sit and get real quiet without thinking all the time, you start to have an awareness of other choices. And those other choices are now beginning to make themselves much, much more available to people's experiences. When you and I first started talking on air back in 2010, many thought 2012 would provide some sort of spiritual culmination point. But looking back, many regard it as just a precursor, a way station along the path to 2020, which is now being claimed as the next pivotal transitional point. Are we just lurching, you know, being told that we're lurching from one, you know, transitional point of awakening uh, to another, or do you really see that something is coming towards us that by 2020 we will be in a different place? So we will be in a different place. I, I don't think it's 2020 that's so kind of a magical number for me. I, I think there's about a three-year period here between where we are now, 2021, and then into 2025 is where I see a lot of the motion occurring. And um, it's not a lurching forward. In fact, that's really a good way to say it. It's an, it requires action. It's not a matter of just going along and waiting for something to happen. This is getting tighter and tighter, and there is action required, not sitting, reading the book, or hearing somebody like me talk and saying, oh, that's interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to that happening. It's no longer a spectator sport being a light worker. It really is a step up to bat. It's an action-oriented space. And one of the things that's most important, and particularly to those who are in their uh, retiring ages, let's say from in the 50s, 60s, 70s right now, you came here holding the dream of Atlantis. You came here remembering what was possible. And that's the objective of this age group of people is to begin to Bring the dream into a conscious reality. And that's what's starting to happen more and more in these next five years as people begin to get quiet and recognize who and what they are. Jim Self, thank you for joining us today. And I am really looking forward to having you on this show each month. Oh, my pleasure. I'm excited to be with you again, as always. It's always fun. Thanks, Jim. You're listening to what is Thanks, known Andy. Arms Energy and Integration Series. I'm Sandy Sedgbeer, and we'll be back after this break with energy guide, intuitive channeler, artist, author, and musician, Lee Harris. We'll be back after the break. Don't go away. The future of Internet radio is here. Times Radio, IOM FM. Change and growth are part of natural life and also part of your spiritual life. Everyone needs support and guidance, especially during life passages. Upgrade yourself with the OM Times Experts program. With OM Times Experts, you have access to the best intuitive coaches, spiritual teachers, counselors, astrologists, and oracles. Our team was carefully selected so you can trust. Find out more at experts.ometimes.com. 
More than 24 million Americans have an autoimmune disorder, and that number continues to grow. I'm Sharon Saylor, and I'm one of those 24 million. To put that number in perspective, cancer affects about 9 million and heart disease up to 22 million. That's why I've brought together top experts and those thriving regardless of their diagnosis to bring you the latest, most up-to-date information. Join me, Sharon Saylor, Friday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, for the Autoimmune Hour on Life Interrupted Radio to find out how to live your life uninterrupted. My name is Meera Batra, and this is How I Live United. Many families have come to America for a better life. I advocate for these families with United Way. United Way empowers them to see opportunities available. We help them get involved with their kids, schools, and network within the community. My name is Meera Batra. I help families see opportunity and succeed. I don't just wear the shirt. I live it. Give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Welcome back, and welcome to Lee Harris. Lee, it's good to have you on the show. Hi, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Lee, in your February Energy Guide, you state that we're in a quite different time and that there is a specific intensity about the energy this month. Tell us more. What's so different? Well, it's interesting. Something for me personally that I felt very, very tangibly, and I heard other people speak about this too, around November of 2017, something shifted. And it, it kind of grabbed hold of a whole group of us and upshifted us to another place. So how that looks from my perspective is it's really time for a lot of people who identify as light workers, people who bring consciousness, to get in the trenches and to do what we came here to do. What I've been seeing as I've tracked energy is that this 2017 to 2024 window is a whole new energy wave. So you can look at as 2017 to 2017, and then 2017 to 2024 as two seven-year energy cycles that have very specific energetics. And where we're going next and what's coming up in February is a really big wave of awakening. So awakening energy is going to be on high for people. It means that, you know, your friend who has never thought about doing yoga or has never ever wanted to talk to you about synchronicities, coincidences, having intuition, a lot of people who are new to consciousness are going to start having very tangible experiences. And people who aren't new to consciousness are going to start finding ways at an all new level to bring their work, their ways, and their heart into the world in very tangible, action-based um, ways of being. Wow. Now, I was just talking to Jim Self earlier. I don't know if you heard any of it, but he was talking I heard about... the end of it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's kind of saying pretty similar things, um, although not in quite the same way. Um, and I was just berating him, thinking that, you know, not much has shifted since uh, 2012. Well, it's interesting. I'm with you, Sandy. I heard, I heard what you said. You know, I've, I've always felt that 2012 was a marker point. And, and I, I've been doing this work since 2004. And even back then, as a channel of disease who I channel was saying 2012 isn't going to be what a lot of people think it is. Um, but, it, but it did mark the beginning of something. So rather than the end point or the culmination or the moment where suddenly everything on the planet starts looking great, it actually was a signifier a change. So that, that's where this 2010 to 2017 window of time, now we're through it, I can kind of look back on it and see that a lot of people didn't have as much progress in that period as they would have liked to have seen. Now, that's arguable, because I don't know about you, Sandy, but I, for myself, can think of lots of things that progressed in my life in that seven-year window. But but the reason that I'm, I'm naming the energy in that way is, if you thought that the last five, seven years were quite far in the transformation of the world, then the next seven years are going to be a bit more action-based, meaning it feels that a lot of people sat back and looked at what they've seen going on in the world this last five years or so, and they've had a lot of despair about it, or a lot of fear, or a lot of reactivity. And those moments too, because as we go through all of what we're seeing, you know, you, you you'd have to be immune from feeling to not feel some sadness or some concern about things that are going on. But that this next seven years, rather than us 
sitting back and watching it or observing it and wondering, well, how do I be a part of the solution? This next seven years are going to be very propulsive around putting people into their purpose. Because if I've seen one thing to be true in all my time working with people, we feel alive when we're purposeful. So if you're raising a child, your purpose, connection to being alive because of that. If you do a job that you feel is purposeful in the world, that's going to sustain you. So there is a real call for people who've perhaps been sitting on the sidelines waiting for change to happen to actually now go, okay, well, if, if I want to see more love in the world, what could I do in my personal choices and in the things that I'm offering to the world, my friends and family or the work that I do to try and bring that energy? And it's amazing how when you just make a decision to try and put a bit of attention in that area and start putting it into your world, at times like this especially, the universe will very quickly sense that you've changed signal and what you're pulsing out has changed and it will start pulsing very different things to you. So I really related to what Jim said about the different choices and the opportunity for us to not only make different choices now, but to see those return to us much faster than they We seem to be having a little bit of sound trouble. Um, Leah, are you still with us? Can you hear yes, me? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you I very can well. Now, but it, yes, you cut out a little bit there for a while. Um, so there was a little bit of silence. Um, Jim spoke about fear and separation and duality being ingrained in the physical body. And you've been saying that we're going to be moving from low fear-based way of being in comparison or separation from each other towards more soul to soul connection. But it's gonna be a little bit of a rocky road. What would you suggest that our listeners could do to support themselves and make that process easier? Well, before before I suggest something, I'll, I'll point something out that to me is, is a huge demonstration of what you're, what you're focusing on there. Um, if you look at the recent meet, that have been coming to light and the global conversation that women are now having with each other and with men and with the collective about what women have experienced through the fear and separation that they have been trapped within societally and how that's changing. The thing I would point out about that is the beginning of this this Me Too movement, which of course has been going for a decade, but it's just really having a, a big moment in the spotlight right now, is a lot of pain, a lot of sadness, um, uh, what you might call, you know, people really getting in touch with parts of them that were a victim of what, what they went through, because that's an important stage of healing. So it's not easy to go through that for the people speaking out, for those of us in the global conversation and what reaction to all of it, but that without starting at that level in the healing journey of the Me Too movement, never to change. So let's speak about how it's going to play out in the world. You know, for us to take a big leap forward into more of a way of being together and soul to soul connecting with each other and supporting each other, we're going to have to have upheavals around some of those divided energies that exist between us. So on a personal level, the way I would suggest that you focus that is it's a really great thing to do to goals and intentions. Community, it can be easy for us to do those things. Just, you know, that everybody talks about them. Oh, yes, write your intentions, write your goals. But, but actually, it's hugely, hugely powerful. And so if you if you, at the bare minimum, once a week, uh, were writing two intentions to yourself, this heartfelt connection. It seems that you're coming out qu quite a bit, Lee. Oh, I'm, I'm not sorry, sure what we can I can do hear about you it. perfectly. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure either. Um, yeah, but I seem keep to have going a full connection. We've got you. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, to have a more loving conversation with my dad. So I always think it starts small with small actions and 
small moments. So is there someone in your life that you would like to feel more connected to that you can actually... Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hold an intention or be very intentional in the next time to try and cultivate that. Um, or it might be that you just have a, a more global intention for your life and you see how it plays out. So hopefully you caught that. I'm hoping it's not cutting out too much. We did. We did. Okay. Um, you also talk about, you mentioned awakening energy earlier and, you know, lots of awakening experiences that people are going to be having. And that's going to give some people visions and feelings and sensing things that they couldn't before. Um, that can be quite disturbing for some people, especially if they're new to that. So um, what could you suggest to anyone who's having unexpected experiences or challenges managing the energies? Um, what can they do? I think when you're having those kinds of experiences, it's really important to have an observer self around them. So as We making... lost you again. <laughs> we lost you again. Could you just repeat that, that last bit? Lee, can you hear me? It seems that we're having some ongoing problems with Lee. I'm reluctant to um, bring him to an end, but it sounds like he's come naturally to an end. Um, we may have to let him go. Just give it a couple of more seconds. Lee? Hi, um, Sandy. Hi. Hi, I'm back. Okay, good, good. Okay, so I was asking you <laughs> what advice you can offer to people having unexpected awakening experiences or challenges managing the energies of this month. So stay grounded. Make sure that you're doing what you can do for looking after your physical body. You're, are you getting enough exercise? Are you going out into nature? Are you eating well? But also develop an observer self of your experiences. It can be really helpful to write down some of the visions that you're having because when it gets overwhelming inside your body, there's no part of you that's monitoring what's going on. So it's the same as if you speak to a friend about something that's challenging in your life, it's not just that you're listened to and heard by that friend, it's that you hear yourself telling the story in a way that makes it real and tangible to you. So documenting what's happening to you, writing things down can be a great way for you to really track and monitor the experiences and then reflect back on them and see what they're doing for you and, and kind of keep a track of the journey of the whole thing. Equally, there's so much great information out there now that um, doing research on specific things that's happening to you can be, can be helpful and supportive too. Do you think that this um, overnight awakening experiences, as you refer to them, is something peculiar to this month? Or do you feel that, you know, this is where we're heading generally and it's going to happen more and more to people? Definitely the latter. And it, and it was interesting. I mean, I think I've been working with people who've been going through this for many, many years. It struck me that I was called to mention it in my energy update this month. I was, I was, I was struck by that. I was like, okay, there's obviously the fact that I'm being asked to say this out loud. There's obviously something in the air that a lot more people it's going to be hitting them. So for people who are already conscious, it will mean an amplification in that energy, you know, energy that you're already used to perhaps being more visionary or being more intuitive or feeling energy running through you, that kind of electricity that you get where you feel like you can take on the world and 
change and solve so many things uh, all, all at once. But equally, people in your life that you're not expecting to perhaps pop open, they're going to be popping open a lot more this month. It's kind of in the air, essentially, in February in a stronger way than before. I think this audience generally is a very sophisticated, spiritually mature audience. So they're probably very familiar with a lot of these experiences. But in case there's somebody listening who isn't, what sort of things could they expect to experience beyond seeing and sensing? So it can be a sudden dissolution of everything you thought you knew, meaning you're in your life, you're with your family in the house. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, essentially, you just wake up to the bigger truth of what's playing out in that family. You're not just a son or a brother or a father. It's a far bigger energetic engagement that's going on between all of the people that you're living with in that house. And all of a sudden, you might see things very clearly. So, you know, your daughter might say to you, she's not happy about something. But you can tell there's a discord between what she's saying and what she's really feeling. And you might just know, wow, no, she's happy. She's actually happy, but she's telling me something else. So it can be a little bit like um, uh, suddenly the curtain gets pulled back and you see what's going on underneath things and behind the scenes. And you feel very differently about things. You tend to feel a bit more peaceful, uh, that things that you used to worry about disappear and that suddenly you see that the importance of being, as Jim said, really present to the moment is all that's required, rather than lost in the game of worrying about the future or the past. Awakening energy very quickly lifts us out of the past and the future and just puts us right into the present in a very experiential way. You know, it's an interesting thing because Jim was talking about time and space moving through us and time speeding up and one would expect that if time is speeding up so much then those moments of being in the present would be very fleeting yes and i, I mean i think for for most people that is the truth it's you know this is why people meditate and take take time to slow themselves down but but it it's interesting it's a funny thing for me. Time speeding up can also make you feel like time slowing down. That's been my experience. So as I suddenly, um, as my own relationship to time has shifted and changed, the more I've gone through awakening moments and stages, um, I feel like you have more control over time than you believe if you run with the program. So if we run with the program, we know that the week is Monday to Sunday and that we're supposed to get up on Monday and do our job. And, you know, we're, we're running with what everyone else is believing and focusing on. If we step out of the program, we really get to this real still point. So it's a very, for me, it's a paradox because things are speeding up. You can manifest things faster, but really with awakening, there is a slowness that starts to develop inside you, which can make the rest of the world look very fast, but that you can essentially be timeless you know the past suddenly becomes the present becomes the future it's it's a bit of a riddle so i don't mean to get uh i don't mean to riddle it too much it's something to explain in in, in 30 seconds which is we've got left but it's been an experience i've noticed for myself and that i hear others speaking about so it's more that linear time and the human perception of time starts to really change and you enter what i experience as cosmic time Have we lost you again, Lee, or have you finished? No, I'm here. Saying? I'm here. Sorry, I had. <laughs> okay. I finished what I was. I finished what I was saying. Okay. Yes. Um, before we go to break, is there any last thing that you would like to add about what to expect this month? Um, you know, the the other thing the other thing that came up was really just to trust what visions are coming to you. Because a lot of people, I think, have visions but don't act on them. This is a time that if something comes into your body really strongly, just act on it. No matter what fear you have, no matter what trepidation, we're here to act. We're here to act on things. We're here to be creative and to create. And that was a message for February in a big way. You know, don't wait until the end of the year. Just do it now because you putting yourself into action and creation is going to really change the fabric of not just your world, but everyone else's world. And if people want to get the uh, the full energy update, the um, the video is freely available at my website, leeharrisenergy.com.
Lee Harris, thank you for sharing your wisdom and insights with us today. See you next month. Thank you, Sandy. You're listening to What Is Going On's Energy and Integration Series. I'm Sandy Sedgbeer, and after the break, we'll be hearing from visionary speaker, author, telepathic communicator, and multidimensional seer, Susie Miller. The cutting edge of conscious radio, OM Times Radio, IOM FM. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the Internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. OM Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single OM Times endeavor. Host your show with OM Times Radio Network. My name is Victor Furman. Some call me The Voice. I've always been fascinated with human nature, spirituality, science, and the crossroads at which they meet. Join me Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern on OM Times Radio, and we'll explore these topics and so much more on Destination Unlimited. I'm Fidel Nshombo. I was born in a city called the Bukavu in the Congo. We were a loving family. And then, boom, everything that I had disappeared in a single day. People think that when you are a refugee and they resettle you to America, and all your problems are done. They don't understand that that's the beginning of everything. I was not born a refugee. I was made one. It's time we welcome refugee families with open arms. Learn more at EmbraceRefugees.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Welcome back. And a big welcome to Susie Miller, whose pioneering work. Okay. Well, I, I shall keep talking. Um, welcome back to Susie Miller, whose pioneering work with the higher consciousness of thousands of energetically sensitive children led to the creation of the groundbreaking awesomeism practitioner process and the journey back to love series and i've just been told that susie's phone also dropped off tonight i think having three incredible um spiritual facilitators has just about blown our fuses but i'm sure she's going to join us any second so i'll just check on that okay thank you ah there you are susie okay sorry Welcome about that susie. <laughs> I was just saying that it seems that having three um, you know, uh, incredible spiritual facilitators like Andy and Jim has blown our fuses. <laughs> but then you're used to that, aren't you? Well, sometimes, yes. But it is lovely to be with you and to be with Jim and Lee tonight, too. So that's awesome. And were you listening earlier? Did you hear what both Jim and uh, Lee had to say? I did get to hear them. Yeah, it was fabulous. And now I know that you've got some information about integration. And it's funny because when I posted on Facebook um, the title of this new series, somebody posted and said, it seems that the word integration is the word of the day. So tell us, why are we suddenly hearing about integration so much? Yeah, well, one, I just, I love the fact that we are hearing about it because it's actually a word that I think in a lot of the esoteric um, aspects of religion and um, all kinds of different um, groups, has, it, that's been fundamental. Integration has always been fundamental, but I'm excited that we're using that word more often now because this whole idea that we're able to bring broader, more refined aspects of our energy into an embodied state is I mean that's what integration actually is. So the awareness that we're we're no longer um I don't know, it's like I feel like the words like healing and things like that are kind of shifting into integration because what we're able to do now is really take these broader aspects of ourselves and embody them. It sounds to me like, you know, healing is one of those words you think about a wound closing up 
and right. it's something that you know it then diminishes and disappears but what you're saying is integration is different in that it becomes part of us absolutely and i know i've heard jim say in the past you know this this energy kind of energy in energy out right there's these different waves of energy moving through and I think that's true every day, all day, every minute, all the time. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. There are different aspects of us coming and going. And there's also, we, we also get greater and greater access to broader, more refined aspects of ourselves all the time. But, but the two kind of go hand in hand. The more we get a hold of, the more we become aware of, the more we also actually have the opportunity to clear out or move out. And so the combination of a dance between that kind of in-breath and out-breath of different states of our consciousness, different aspects of ourselves, that to me is integration. And, you know, I was listening to you talk to Lee and Jim also about the whole concept of 2012 and, you know, was that kind of like just something that people were talking about was what actually happened there. And when I look at 2012, I mean, 2012 on energetically, vibrationally, kind of more in what I would call the subtle realms of our being was quite profound. I, I found it to be a quite profound experience. The only challenge was that it was kind of still happening out in the more refined aspects of our being. And so that information, it was almost like for somebody who maybe was not connected to that aspect of themselves at the time, there might have been this awareness of, ooh, something changed, but I don't know what changed, or something's new, but I don't know what's new. For others who might have a sensitivity to that um those kind of more subtle experiences you could see that there was like this big rush of energy that that came in that came through the only problem is is that energy um really didn't uh have a place to integrate or a place to land or settle so we had this big influx of energy and then most people from 2012 until maybe even up till last year, you know, maybe even still today, have been have been using that energy, that influx of energy to clean out or to dismantle some of the aspects of themselves that no longer serve them. And so, you know, you'll hear lots of people saying, oh, my gosh, I've worked through this already. I did this. You know, why is it coming up again and again? And it's coming up again and again because that energy was almost used as a um, a whitewash. It's like it was almost like an attempt to blank slate um, some of the core patterns. But of course, it can only get as deep as it can get, you know. And so it, it went as far as it could go, and then we get another wave of something coming in, and that goes a little bit deeper. Um, so it's it's interesting to watch that that juxtaposition between this new information coming in and what actually kind of gets pulled up to the surface, what what moves from the unconscious to the conscious. So what happens to our neurology, psychology and biology when these mm. waves of energy come into us? Yeah. Well, when it's all said and done, uh, it, it's uh, it's com it's a complete overhaul of our neurology, biology, and psychology. And I can tell you, after working, you know, since back in '99 with a lot of energetically sensitive children and kids coming in with literally new operating systems, 
Um, I can tell you that the, what happens to every person on this planet is as these more refined frequencies are available to us, whether that's through astrological configurations or solar flares or whatever it is, um, just our simple opening to more, who knows what that is, but as it comes in, um, it literally alters, it shifts the dynamics of every single aspect of our being. And, you know, I think a lot of times we'll hear people say, you know, well, I want to be all that I can be, or I want to be fully aware, I want to be uh, enlightened, or whatever those words are that we use to denote that we would like to experience more of ourselves. And that that's that intention and that impulse, I think, comes from higher aspects or more refined aspects of our being. And as those more refined aspects come in, then each everything that that stops us from being that, everything that hinders us from being that is going to get dismantled. That's the part that they don't tell you in the manual, <laughs> you know, when you sign up for spiritual evolution, right? <laughs> but but nevertheless, as we begin to become aware of that and we begin to allow these experiences, something as simple as allowing emotion to arise and and being present with emotion, whether it's whether it's considered positive or negative, it really ends up becoming, we begin to have such a, uh, or can begin to have such a pleasure in feeling emotion arising regardless of what it is. There's, there's such a gift in feeling, right? Well, we are taught to suppress emotion, aren't we, from, you know, from the moment we're born. it's um, And it's frightening for people. But yes, yeah. when we do express it, you know, that release that we have, I think, um, yeah. makes it all worthwhile. Well, what's interesting about these more refined aspects of our being getting integrated at this point is fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you're perceiving it at the time, it really, your broader self, your soul self, um, doesn't really, um, I'll say this as nicely as possible, it doesn't really care um, if if it feels good or if it feels terrible to move through some of this stuff, what what the bigger picture is is let's move this through. Let's let's bring this up and out. Let's let's have these places and spaces that have been imprinted within us. Let's untangle those. Let's unwind those so that you can be the fullest expression of who you are. And for some of us, you know, well, I'll say for all of us, actually, we hold information at a cellular level that was imprinted. We have information neurologically, biologically, psychologically, you know, it's, it's multifaceted. And so, you know, you might go through periods right now where all of a sudden it's like the memory is just shot. You know, it's like there's no... I don't know what to, I can't think about things the way I thought about them before, or I couldn't, I can't even remember, you know, something that happened just a very short period of time ago. Or if I remember it, I, when the same situation is presented to me now, it, I don't address it the same way I did before. It's like something is happening to our neurology. And a lot of people will say, oh, no, it's like, a, you know, it's, I'm aging or I'm, <laughs> I'm having a stroke or what, whatever these things are. It's really, in many cases, it's, it's not that at all. It's that our, those broader aspects of us are rebooting our neurological processes. And if we'll allow it, if we'll be curious about it, if we'll notice what we can notice about it, we end up having um, greater awareness of what we have become, right? Does that make sense? Yes, yes, it does. You know, and it, it's interesting. I remember you saying something to me last year about, I mean, so many people have been dealing with really inexplicable 
physical symptoms to the point mm -hmm. where, you know, they've gone off, they've got tests done, they've, you know, been through everything and just absolutely nothing has shown up. And right. you explained that um, in a, a rather neat way. Would you tell us about that? Well, I think that what ends up happening is these more refined frequencies come in. They they disrupt some of the deep patterning. So many of our physical symptoms are based on patterns that we've just run throughout our lives over and over. We've been, like for instance, I've had a thyroid condition since I was three years old. So when when these more refined energies start coming in, what's the first thing that goes for me is my thyroid gland. So, you know, my hormone levels will get out of whack and those kinds of things. And so, but we have a tendency to think, oh my gosh, something's quote unquote wrong with me, you know, because, and it doesn't mean that you don't go and take, you know, take a trip to the doctor, find out what's going on, wherever, what, whoever your healthcare professional is. But I think it's important to realize that if we understand that something might just be getting rebooted, that that particular pattern ultimately will wind itself all the way down to the core. It'll, it'll wind itself down to the core issue. And when it gets that core issue, those symptoms will go, right? But those symptoms, those physical symptoms, are also connected to all kinds of different emotions, all kinds of thought patterns, right? So we're getting, we're getting multiple layers of information that are being unwound. So it does make sense that we would just cycle through certain patterns over and over again. Just don't beat yourself up for that. It, just assume that it's another level and another layer of it. And, and it will all go. It will all go. And that is an ongoing process. And we're almost out of time, Susie. Um, do you see just more of the same this month? Or are there other energies that you foresee we will be dealing with? Well, what I will say is that I have noticed an awful lot of private clients and clients in different um, groups that I facilitate, a lot of neurological changes going coming about again. So a lot of light in the neurology. So, you know, we've got all of these these experiences in our outer world right now that are literally boggling the mind. You know, we can't fathom some of the experiences that are going on out there right now. I think that's really purposeful. And I also think it's because it's dismantling our old belief systems. And it literally is showing up as more light through the neurology. So noticing that, just noticing when um, that lightness of being kind of emerges or noticing when your thoughts are being sunk differently, you know, all of a sudden yeah. thoughts just arise that weren't there before. So, so you know, just just pace yourself and don't go screaming into the hills and thinking you're falling apart. Right, and absolutely, and just notice notice your thoughts. They might be changing in ways that you might not have even considered they could. It's kind of, um, I'll say spontaneously even. So just notice. Okay. Then that's what we'll be doing this month is a lot of noticing and a lot of staying present. Thank you so much for joining us, Susie. I'm afraid we're almost out of time now, so I'm going to have to let you go, but we'll see you next month. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Jim Self will be returning to what is going on on February the 15th to discuss his newest book, A Course in Mastering Alchemy. You can learn more about his work and free webinars at masteringalchemy.com. Uh, Lee Harris's books, music, events, energy updates and free offerings are all available at leeharrisenergy.com. And for details of Susie Miller's new online awesomism practitioner process, the Journey Back to Love series and monthly energy balance and integration sessions, visit susiemiller.com. I'm Sandy Sedgevere. That's it for tonight's energy and integration show. I hope you'll join us for the next edition on the first Thursday of next month. Till then, it's goodbye from me.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.